0: You're listening to Campus Review Radio. Hey there, it's Lauren Smith, Education Editor. Today I interviewed Professor Telly Tan of Curtin University's School of Civil and Mechanical Engineering. He's also the co-founder of the Autism Academy for Software Quality Assurance, This is a program that helps students with autism transition to careers in the IT industry. I guess the first thing I was interested in is why this report focuses on work for people with autism in the ICT field in particular?
1: Yeah, th- this is a very good question. Uh, we we got specific motivation from a Danish company way back in 2006 uh, who, who set up uh, a software testing uh, entity and um, they recruit uh, people on the autism spectrum uh, for software testing jobs. And uh, that Program has uh, since expanded and grown tremendously. You know, to the point that uh, large corporates like SAP and Microsoft uh, now understand the benefit of employing people on the autism spectrum or even people with neurodiverse background uh, in tasks that draw on the strength of this individual. Um, A good example is software testing, where you know, requires someone that has uh, tremendous focus and ability to attend to details and uh, these are precisely the strength of uh, people with autism and you know, this is a great match with uh, uh, the software testing industry. So there's there's job out there. We believe there is and our academy is look at how we're going to provide uh, what we call the, the feeding uh, resources from high school uh, to the point where they are able to be employed by these multinational companies.
0: So you looked at what... The components of a good strength-based program in this field would look like, and you found some evidence across three categories: facilitators, activities, and the environment. So, I was wondering if you can just talk through the main points for each category.
1: Yeah. Okay. The we um, we find that this, the active ingredients on. You know this strength-based program because there's so many strength-based programs around. You know we run one of it, and uh, you know the Autism West uh, here in WA runs a similar special interest group, and, and so do uh, some companies that run uh, um, weekends or even school holiday programs that is around strength-based as well. So we conduct this research to look at what are the uh, the active mechanism uh, that is embedded within this this uh, particular program. And uh, that mechanism can be categorized into, you know, facilitators where, you know, we talk about coaches and and, and volunteer mentors helping in the program and also activities and uh, environment. Uh, For example, facilitators, uh, one of the... uh, a couple of mechanisms is that uh, we find that the facilitators or the or the mentors must have a shared interest with the students or the adolescents taking part in the program, and a we'll shared interest in video games and using that video game interest to devise uh, techniques for for the child or the students to learn coding and programming uh, through that shared interest. You know, other mechanisms like uh, there must be some kind of individual and collaborative approach in engaging in the learning process of the students. So it is very, uh, it's an enforcing kind of environment, a very cohesive one as well. Uh, The learning is very individualized, so the facilitators must understand uh, what the individual students would like to do, you know, for that particular week or over a longer period of time. And they will actually tailor-made, you know, the... A pragmatic uh, learning pathways for them to achieve this. We also find that facilities must be flexible as well, uh, and, and, and be able to adapt and be agile in that, uh, you know, teaching and the learning process of the, the student too. Yeah, the we we do find out certain things about the activity that we, we have. You know, some of the. Uh, Things that we find is that the activity must bear some interest of the uh, student as well. So we have activities that are broad ranging, uh, not just programming, but we introduce uh, robotics, uh, Lego robotics. Uh, we have a social robots that they can program. And we also introduce electronics. Uh, this is called Internet of Things. Um, and, and all this activity leads to you know, hopefully skill development uh, goals, uh, by the student as well, and and also helps in establishing some learning outcomes when they are at schools. Uh, we are quite keen for students to have, uh, you know, a different outlook at not just looking at their curriculum at schools, but things that um, can augment their their learning. And uh, so, attending the coding club is, is a different strategies for them to learn. Uh, in, in some areas, in, in coding and uh, engineering, so we want them to be able to develop uh, special uh, skills that, you know, in future they might think that oh, this is an area that they wish to go to, and in their higher school day, uh, age, they can then decide on uh, what specific subjects they should take in high schools that leading to you know the uh, to vocational education or even uh, universities. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so that sort of leads into my next question which is how are these programs implemented and um as you said they can lead into high school so at what age can they start to be implemented as well?
1: Yeah, we, yeah, we we start as young as year 7 so 12 years old and they they'll stay in the uh, the coding club to uh 18 years old right after year 12. And we find that the critical age is around year 10 because that's where they have to decide on their uh, education pathway in in, in Siena High School, you know, in year 11 and 12. So having this uh, uh, background understanding of what they they are interested in, that may prepare them for making better choices in the subjects that they pick for year 11 and 12. So for example, if a child likes uh, to do uh, electronics. He might do an engineering ATAR, uh course. Uh, there are a lot teachers who chose to do computer science course as well because they found that they are passionate in, in programming and coding uh, while doing our you know the coding uh, program. So yeah, so the idea is for them to make some informed choices that will lead them to make you know to get to get into their planned pathways after high school.
0: And are these part of regular school employment programs or um, are they sort of extracurricular or do only certain schools yeah, provide them? Yeah, uh,
1: some of them are extracurricular. Uh, if they choose to go into work experience, which is supported by the school, we do help to place uh, some of our members into industry for a very short term uh, work experience or, you know, work work um, shadowing uh, kind of activity over the school holidays. So it's a mix of, uh, you know, having support that gets them into the curriculum in schools at the the same time, support that gives them extracurricular um, uh, motivation.
0: Can you talk about some of the success stories that you've seen as a result of these kinds of programs?
1: Yeah, well, one of the uh, the members who, who joined us uh, when we first began uh, two and a half years ago when he was then year 10, uh, he graduated from high school last year. So what what he did, that uh, he hasn't got a full suite of ATAR subjects to get into university. So he took two ATAR subjects and uh, we, we supported him through this coding program. At the same time, we challenged him to actually take up a uh, Software testing certification at the, at the international level. So he took up the International Software Testing Qualification Board examination, which he passed brilliantly. So what he did, uh, he put in a portfolio entry uh, into university with two task subjects and all these uh, supporting artifacts uh, into the portfolio application. And, and, and you know, we are quite happy and pleased that he he was accepted to Curtin uh, earlier this year uh, in in a Bachelor of Science in Uh, information technology so it's it's a great success story in a way that uh, you know now parents and students know that there is an alternate pathway to get into university without having to you know take up the full eta subjects to get into university previously.
0: Is this sort of program available in other states or is it just in WA at the moment?
1: Uh, it's currently in WA. We we it uh, in you know, the past two and a half years, but we are very very interested to work with other universities or other you know, tertiary organisation in the eastern state to to uh, learn our experience and you know to to uh, to hopefully set up similar you know, autism academy network uh, in different cities around Australia.
0: Is there anything else that you would like to add?
1: Um, I think it would be good to again. You no, know, I repeat what I said just now, a moment ago. It's a shout out to you know all the organizations out there to support this uh, uh, fantastic movement, and um, and you know we are here to actually help to uh, to advise uh, organizations to how to implement strength-based uh, programs uh, in their cities or within the organization.
0: Well, thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you, Lauren.